0: What is up? What is good? How you living? How you feeling? How you doing? It is the L-E-F-K-O-E man and we are in that weird gap, that weird week where we just had an incredible football weekend. We know the Super Bowl is coming up, even if the Pro Bowl was happening, which I have not educated myself as to what is going to happen. I heard they might play Madden. I saw they were doing versus competitions. None of it looked entertaining to me. I'm sorry that I'm being a, a joy kill, but that's just the facts. But today, we're mixing it up. We have David Ingbert taking on the role of David Trebek, and we have Connor Hairflip Rogers that's going to battle it out with me in an NFL trivia competition. David, what are we doing today? And then we will welcome in Connor.
1: This is the inaugural episode of The Look Back, where we look back and see how well you remember the NFL in the year 2020.
0: In the year 2020... Connor has agreed to do this. Connor, why have you agreed to do this?
1: I really don't know, honestly.
2: I'm just kidding. Uh, No, this is going to be fun. We always do some absolute nonsense like this. I feel like it's going to be good. I'm so in draft mode that I feel like I don't remember anything from the NFL season, so I'm actually excited to do this.
0: So uh, just some scheduling stuff. Next week, we are going to be conducting a bunch of interviews for the virtual radio row that is going to be happening for the Super Bowl. Some of those you'll hear next week. We'll, of course, do a game preview looking at the game from the gambling analysis. We'll bring in Westbrook as well. Connor just mentioned draft. Uh, We've kind of been fleshing this out now, but it's starting to look like in the BR app every Thursday, we're still fleshing out what time it's going to be. I'm going to be just downloading Connor's brain. He's been focusing on the draft. I have not. And so for about eight weeks in a row, we are going to do our live sessions where I am just going to Connor. Tell me about the quarterbacks. And so we'll of course have Connor on the podcast as well, but I implore you to check that out. We still don't have a name for it yet though. Right, Connor? No
2: name yet. We're going to come up with something ridiculous.
0: Let's open this up to the 33%, 33%. These are the things you need to know. The word draft. That would be cool if it's in there. Um if you could cliches. figure out a lot, Yeah, cliches that go with draft. Ingber, I feel like you'd be great at this. Draft I just want the draft
1: nick in there somewhere. I love draft nick as draftnic. a as a term.
0: It does sound pretty good. One there are a few little nuggets that I want to get to before we play this game. Um by the way, I also want to say this: if you are a Jets fan and/or you love draft <coughs> content, uh, my guy Connor also has a Patreon, and he is making amazing content. What is that called? Badlands. Badlands. It is you and Joe Caparoso.
2: That's right. Yep. For three bucks a month, we're just doing <laughs> tons of pods, uh, a couple of featured series coming up, tons of articles, including draft, off season, things like that. If you love the Jets, it's it's basically just a Jets community, honestly.
0: And I'm sure that community is going crazy because as we're recording this on Thursday, Deshaun Watson has formally requested a trade instead of what he was doing last week, which was informally requesting a trade, which was, I don't want to be there. So today he officially said, can you send me somewhere else? Uh, I know Jets fans are excited. Connor, do you think that he could be going to the Jets? Because I feel of all the teams, you guys have the ammo.
2: Absolutely. There's a chance. I think it would be ridiculous to write that off. Now, I think there's a lot going on here. Is, is the, are the Jets Deshaun Watson's number? Let's not forget, he has a no trade clause. So he controls his destination just as much as the Houston Texans do. So I think that is weighing into it. I, I've talked to people um, you know, around the Jets and around the league that are are a little pessimistic about him necessarily waving that no trade clause for the Jets as the top option, right? But that doesn't mean that if a, you know, if Miami doesn't get involved and a couple other teams don't get involved, I was going
0: to say, didn't he make it clear last week that Miami and New York were his top two?
2: It seems like Miami, there's a lot going around there because no state income tax. They're more ready to win. He likes Brian Flores. Uh, but now you hear Richard Sherman coming out and saying, hey, go to the Jets, go with Robert Sala. You, you see Deshaun mm. hanging out in New York because James Harden is up there. So, there's a lot of buzz around all of this and there's a lot of dominoes to fall, but I think the big one that fell was the Texans internally felt, "Hey, after we hire a coach, can that coach convince him, you know, to stay here?" And as soon as that hire was made official, it took less than 24 hours for him to formally request the trade.
0: I have never heard of that coach before in my life. Had I mean, you? David, no, a Colley. lot of
2: a lot of people were wondering why doesn't Baltimore have a a passing game coordinator, and uh, he actually is the was the passing game coordinator. So uh, Sixty five years Kimes,
0: old. Me and Mina Kimes just started texting back and forth. What does he look like? Uh, <laughs> Mina Mina settled on. Let me see. If I settled on. He looks like a guy at a traffic intersection that like nods you forward, and it's just like and like smiles like he's doing you a real big favor, and I think. Minas was really good. Minas was, he looks like the dad in a romantic comedy that only gets one scene. Um, I just, I I saw the guy and I was like, he looks really nice, Yeah. but he's probably the only one that would take that job.
2: I don't Uh, know. I mean, you could tell the list had really, really dwindled. It was down to him and Leslie Frazier. So it's, it was not a desirable job at all after what's going on there.
0: I, I know that Deshaun Watson can can is going to draw an absolute haul. I think it's it's unfair to compare what Josh, uh, excuse me, um, your safety got in the Jamal trade Adams, for Seattle, so. Jamal Adams. What what would who do you think is the favorite to land Deshaun Watson?
2: I think if Miami wants to really step up to the plate, they should be the favorite because one. I'm like 95 to almost 99% convinced he would waive his no trade clause to go there, which is, I can't express it enough. It is the biggest domino in this. It is the biggest domino. Him having a full no trade, that's why when you're an agent, you you go to the plate and you say, we have to have this because it gives you all the control.
0: All the leverage.
2: Miami has good assets. One of those assets used to belong to the Texans, the number three overall pick. Uh, they have multiple picks they can trade. Does Does Houston like Tua as a piece? That's
0: my question. Is, is Tua in they, the trade?
2: I think he would be, but do they value him like the general public is acting like they would? Because everyone goes, "Oh, the Patriots liked him."
0: Who you scouted Tua? You've watched Tua. Do you believe that there's front offices in the NFL that believe that Tua is a franchise quarterback?
2: Yes, because do believe that. I'm a little skeptical if we'll ever get back to seeing the Tua when he was healthy. At this Alabama. is a
0: very this is a very Tua skeptical podcast. Well, I think David Ingber said one time, "Get that motherfucker out of here."
2: If I was a GM, he never said I he never, never said that. I just yeah, I I said
0: that. Hell <gasps>
1: that. I said that to Ryan Fitzpatrick. that would be? That would be very sure. anti-Ingber. <laughs>
0: yeah, Ingber. <laughs> I think I'm going to do that for now and just make really just make crass quotes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: When I'm busy or taking a sip, so I can't defend myself. <laughs> I mean, if you're a GM, are you going to bet on Tua?
0: I don't know how after watching last season when in multiple situations there was a big game, they said, Hey, Ryan Fitzpatrick, save us. Yeah. I just, I, do, I just don't see it. I
2: just don't Never see it. a closer in the NFL in our lives until this year. Yes,
0: you did. Yes, you did. Nick Foles. He won the championship. Well,
2: but they didn't take out Wentz and sometimes and choose to put him in. True, true. It wasn't like he warmed up in the bullpen and they put on inner sand. That Man was my
0: pitch in. though. In that offseason was to make him a closer. He only plays fourth quarters and play. <laughs> I mean,
2: listen, it was working for Miami. I What I don't about, know what about the Indies? Trade.
0: What about the Indies? Because Chris Ballard's crazy. What about <laughs> uh, the Vikings? Uh, he makes a lot of moves. Uh, what about the Rams? They love to make splashy picks, uh, splashy trades. And then no my ammo. personal favorite is San Francisco.
2: I think San Francisco is a place, number one, that he would want to go. Uh, you know, Shanahan's there. It's Watson has a really good camp around him. Really ad- good. advising him. And Watson's a smart guy on top of that. Smart guys usually have good camps around them. So Watson's going to use that no trade to his full extent. I don't know if Houston, you know, how hardball do we get here, right? Like if Houston doesn't find the offer they like that Watson's willing to waive his no trade, does this go into summer of him not showing up to camp? I don't think that's out of the question. I don't think so either. You want to send him to an NFC team. So you want like a Carolina involved. But once again, How much, like if you're the Texans, the Jets or Miami are the dream fits because it's the number two or number three pick. So you can get your next quarterback and they have other ammo behind that.
0: Right. What do you, I mean, this is in my mind, a top four quarterback in the NFL. I agree. He is 25, 26 years old. 25 years old. Yeah. He is coming off of a year in which he lost multiple weapons, multiple offensive linemen, coaches and still finish as the leading passer in the NFL, I would give up everything for him. Let, let me repeat that. I would do a Ricky Williams-like trade for Deshaun yeah. Watson. I would give you my first, second, third, fourth, fifth, se- I will give you that and a third-round pick next year because I don't know. Look, Trevor Lawrence could be the guy. He has shown it. But there's no other quarterback that will touch Deshaun Watson in this draft. I don't know if we're going to see a better quarterback than Deshaun Watson come out in the next five or ten years. I really think he's not that much below Patrick Mahomes. I really don't. And so I would give up everything for Deshaun Watson. So when you tell me that these teams don't have ammo, they don't have ammo if the Texans are trying to get their quarterback this year. But I think that a San Francisco, a Carolina, a Minnesota, they could give up everything because I think he's worth it.
2: I mean, he is worth it. And quite frankly, Lefko, you have to ask yourself right now, if you're one of those teams in the AFC that has to deal with Mahomes for what feels like eternity, I mean, what do you do to get over the hump? What do you do, right? This is really, number one, It's a it's a gift that the fact that this guy is going to be available on the trade market. After that, I don't really know what the answer is in the AFC to get past Mahomes anymore, right? Tom Brady left the Patriots and and we've seen how that's gone. And Aaron Rodgers isn't in the AFC. The only other guy I could see just when you look at the AFC, I love Josh Allen and what he's done this year. Brandon Bean said it this week. We are not a Super Bowl caliber team yet. They know they're not there yet. They have a couple more pieces to get. And even then I just, I he's one of the only guys on the planet that I can see going, you know, Bat for bat, eye to eye with Mahomes for the next ten years.
0: He's the guy. I love him. Ingber knows. Yeah. I have. I'm obsessed with the Sean Watson.
1: I do think you might have found a new inefficiency, Lefko. I know you love finding inefficiencies in the NFL. Yeah. If you trade away all of your picks, then think about all the energy that your front office and your staff has to think about the draft. You no longer have to spend those hours thinking about the draft. You could spend that whole time thinking about X's and O's and free agency. You might be the only one of the 32 teams that has those hours to really crunch the numbers. You might have just changed everything.
0: You could just spend that entire time scouring the undrafted free agency class. And because no, you're, no, you're allocating zero money to your actual draft picks, you could go to all of the top undrafted free agents. Because look, the, the it depends on who, which team is doing this. Yes. But a team like the Niners, like, they're pretty much already there. They just had a crazy injury season. And yes, does it set you back? Sure. But like you could just overpay for all the great undrafted free agents to fill out your 81 or whatever. I don't know. We're talking crazy here. But I think you need to talk crazy for Deshaun Watson. For the Niners, though, I also think if you throw back Garoppolo, it gives them something. But that's just me.
2: It does. And it clears the money, which is very helpful. I know a lot of his money isn't guaranteed. But the biggest question with the Niners, and you can make this work, is they have like a billion guys hitting free agency and just not a lot of money to work with. So if you acquire Watson, you got to find something to do with Jimmy G and still play around with the money, and you probably need to accept the fact you're going to let a few guys walk. But it's worth it. It's worth it. It's not not anything holding it back. And then the Jets in Miami, once again, they can do this trade. They could trade away three number ones and and some change, and they still have a ton of mid-round picks to work with to, to supplement a team around him.
0: Deshaun Watson and Brian Flores is a dream scenario like Brian Flores is one of my favorite coaches in the NFL and Deshaun Watson being able to just engineer that offense. And I feel like there's been some sneaky offensive guys popping up. I thought it was a very interesting year for Gasecki If he could stay healthy, just like his ability to stretch and the catches that he makes a healthy Devonte Parker was pretty solid when mm-hmm. Fitzpatrick played uh, Preston Williams coming off an injury. So we don't really know there uh, the running back uh, Ahmed, like, he showed a lot of spark. I don't know. I I get excited when I think about him. There. I know the Senior Bowl was happening this week. Any names right away that the Casuals that the Left Go Show crowd may be to the Commons uh, to, to college football? They're going to need to know.
2: I would start with Dwayne Eskridge, uh, the Western Michigan wide receiver. He, he converted from corner not that long ago. Four three speed, uh, really good hands. Plays bigger than what he's listed at. He's somebody that if you weren't watching the Mac on Tuesday and Wednesday nights, you'd never get to see him. But then on draft weekend, he's going to be a top three round pick. And I I just love his speed. Just absolutely love it.
0: This is a 30,000 feet question. Every year, somebody like Dwayne Eskridge, which I don't know if you're making that up, but I'm going to take your word for it. I wish I so, did
2: make a name up to start this off. So
0: that, so Inger, this is going to be a segment we do on the draft show. Is I they love just, it already. they're just going to read me a name, and I have to guess whether or not it's actually a prospect or not. It's so they did good.
1: This, they did this with bands at Coachella. Oh, yeah. Walked up to people on the boardwalk and they were like, oh, are you excited to see the one-eyed green babies? Like, dude, and,
0: like, dude, Ingber and I would clip that Dwayne <laughs> Eskridge clip and then post it and you'd be like, I just made all that up. That's I,
1: it would have been such a good long
2: play that I'm going to save that for, like, some other show or Please something. Or yeah, yeah, I'm yeah.
0: Do, do it when you're doing, like, interview requests in Buffalo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but But somebody like Dwayne Eskridge, the way you just described him, 6'3", 4'3". Three,
2: three. No, 5'9". Oh, he's 5'9". He's 5'9", so he's undersized. Okay. He used to play corner.
0: Let's say this, though. Guy that was in the MAC. He goes to Indianapolis. He runs a 4'3". Everybody falls in love with him. I'm never going to see him run. No,
2: because the only way Phil that Brode. I'm going to see
0: him run now 20. is if I get a little 20-second clip on NFL, around the NFL, and I, I, don't, I won't even be able to fall in love with him. How much is not having the Combine Going to change the draft this year from a public perspective?
2: It's going to be problematic. You got to realize people are punching in numbers to come up with player comps or, or and things like that just from athleticism and size, speed, you know, weight, profile. So I think the general public is going to be affected in that way. I think for teams, you better know somebody in that building that you trust that's timing these guys before their final season because. That's been the most helpful thing to me is after each draft class, so May or June, I try to get info on what guys are timing at in the spring, and then you watch them during that season, you see if they play up to that speed, and then quite frankly, nothing really surprises you in Indy. Now, there's always a few guys that technique issues, things like that, but for the general public, I mean, think about how many names are usually in Indy go. It's huge. So the fact that he got to go to Mobile and show mm. like, hey, these corners are falling off the screen. Because I've been watching the practice film on my iPad because they have the isolated one-on-ones. I mean, the cornerbacks are falling off the screen. That's how explosive mm. and fast this guy is.
0: Yeah, it's just and it's also, I mean, pro days are historically inaccurate. They're, oh. they're typically like a lot faster. I'll never forget looking at Taysom Hill's pro day and it's like he did not run a four two and have like a fifty inch vertical. Like this is nuts.
2: No, I mean we've had. I think last year the one was Cam Dantzler ran like a four six five at the combine, then runs like a four three five at his pro day. Jamal Adams, I think, ran a four six one at the combine and then ran a four three something at his pro day. Usually, so usually what the rule is personally for me, uh, I like to bump it up about a tenth. If a, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? If you're going right, right. from, a, they and a laser
0: is a tenth being yeah,
2: right. kind of. Generous, in my opinion, like because if you're talking about three tenths from indie to pro day, that's. But gigantic. if
0: we're going to get deep in the weeds too, the other thing that's crazy is the analytics crowd—the people that are looking at not just 40 times—has been using spark scores for mm-hmm. the better part of five years, which is taking an explosion, broad jumps, high jumps, all of that stuff, and I feel like that has actually had a strong direct correlation to how these guys look in the NFL. But I feel like the spark was always based off those combine measurements.
2: Yeah, it is, which helps a lot because you don't really want to get into the business of using like high school 40 times. They generally mean nothing. Now,
0: th- th- hold on, hug. the fact that that is even a thing, Ingbert, can you believe like people high oh, school yeah. 40 times? Oh, get yeah. the fuck out of here.
2: ESPN recruiting. You could do a quick Google search and find high school 40. 40- like yeah, C.D. Lamb ran like a 4.8 in high school and everyone was like, oh God, how... I- how's he going to run an Indy three years later? And it's this like isn't oh, the same okay.
0: person.
2: Yeah, no, I know it's, this is the world of recruiting and, and all these rankings and it's nuts. Oh my.
0: Oh, and let, I mean, we're not going to get to the fact that I bet you that there's been a lot of bags of money going to move somebody from a four star to a five star. Like, give me a fucking break. Oh, this draft is going to be nuts.
2: Here's another one for you, Lefko, that I'll throw out on this show. Uh, My guys that run tracking football, it's another form of analytics where they use track numbers. And and they use um, PIA, which is Player Athletic Index. Uh, That's that's something that I actually have become pretty invested in over the last year or two because you can get a good feel for a guy across the board with all those track numbers compared to his uh, height and weight. So I don't like put a ton into this stuff where it's all that matters, but I think that's something that'll help this year as well.
0: Last question is we nerd out about the draft, yeah, which is probably going to be deep. a lot the next few years. But what why haven't we reached a point where we're just using track speed on the field? With all the technology that we have right now, why am I not knowing what a player's top speed is and what their average speed based on the route? You know, like I feel like we should yeah. be at that point already.
2: Yeah, it would be nice if somebody was really... put. Now, that stuff might exist behind the scenes. I've always been told that the teams have analytical information that the public couldn't even dream of. Now, whether you choose to believe that... Now you
0: sound like some sharp on fucking CNBC telling yeah. me that game GameStop. Yeah,
2: kidding. and I have the Wall Street bets hair going too because I've been too lazy to get <laughs> hair. Cut. So there's a lot of problems right now with that. But no, I mean, listen, when it comes down to it, it's going to be a different year. Um, it does help that they are doing some miles per hour tracking at the Senior Bowl. Now, not... Everybody's at the Senior Bowl, right? So right. When you start to overval like, like I care about Jamar Chase and Jalen Waddle. They're not at the Senior Bowl, so and now I know those guys are fast. But there's a lot of variables this year. It's a difficult mm. year, and honestly, I'm looking forward to it because I could just talk about what players are doing on film. To be honest with you,
0: mm. and see, I'm the opposite. I love a good combine weekend. It's I nice. do too.
2: I will. I really will be upset when it, it goes by and we just we don't have all those numbers. But
0: Ingber, as a third party, what was that nerd session like for you? Did you enjoy it?
1: I love watching people that know a lot about a specific thing just do their thing. I love watching just like Connor loves downloading this information onto us mere mortals who don't spend our entire lives following the draft. It's it it, I can see the joy in his eyes when he does it. It's similar to uh, when you see like a great math teacher really connect to their calculus class. Oh, it's
2: great. You guys always want to listen. So and I've just been locked in this room for how many months now where I'm like, (laughs) somebody's got to hear me out on this.
0: So that's that'll be that's a little sample of what the Thursday shows are going to be. Great, yes. we're going to be doing best quarterbacks, most explosive athletes, because I need to know this stuff. Uh, I can't believe you just compared it to a math teacher in a calculus class. I just watched Whiplash, and I just imagined J.K. Simmons just at the mm-hmm. end being like, "Yes, Connor, give I me just it." Just
2: watched Connor. that movie for the first time. I was for the horrifying. first time. Yeah, like a month ago.
0: Okay, give it to me. What did you
2: think? I mean, it's phenomenal because it shows obsession. And the world I live in like scouting
0: is such a ridiculous
2: thing when you think of it, big picture, but it's obsession. And I, I don't know. I really like the main picture of it. It was a little strange at times, but I mean, he's a phenomenal character because that's how the best people are at everything they do.
0: I watched it two nights ago and I forgot about the, the second twist. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I, and I had to pause it and I like went up and poured myself a glass of wine. I was like, this movie, this it is, is a top, insane. it is a top five movie for me. Um, it JK, I mean, oh my God. I, like when he won best supporting actor for that, all the other best supporting actors were like, I'm not even showing up. It's, no, it's so good. Way. If you haven't seen it, I implore it. Inger, I'm assuming you've seen it.
1: Oh yeah. At least five times.
0: Oh Am I crazy to say it's a top five movie for me personally? I don't know,
1: I don't know if it's in my top five all time movies, but it is a a truly great piece. Uh, and you wouldn't suspect that a mu- a movie about a kid learning to play the drums would be as suspenseful as it is. But oh my God, you're on the edge of your seat the entire time. Somehow. Yes, that's exactly
2: right. It's the, When I first heard about it, I was like, all right, whatever. I'll watch it. And then like halfway in, I was just like, holy shit. This is really <laughs> fucking intense.
0: And it, you know what though? I think. I take a different lesson from it every time. I know my internet connection is not stable right now. Um, what I took from it this time was the notion of having to have a coach take you beyond what you're comfortable doing. Mm-hmm. And as I have been over quarantine, I've been talking to like different like business leaders and venture capitalists and just kind of hearing them talk. And one of them said something to me one time where he was like, What I pride myself in is I push my employees to a thing to a, a a level that they didn't think they were capable of. And I was like, Oh, you mean you're an asshole? And he was like, Kind of, but I, I don't know. It's it's when I think of like the Belichicks, it's 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 just a philosophy that crosses over to anything. You know or, what? Connor, I'm sure. Sh-
2: go there's for a it. Current of, there's a current event in the NFL right now that is very relatable to this. I think the Rams are really? doing this with Jared Goff right now because you're not – you can't move that money right now. Are they whiplash him? Is maybe, that there's like, maybe there's a way that I haven't looked into the, the the contracts. But when they come out and say all of these things that are basically like this, – we're not who's really –
0: Who's the – John, Walford. John Walford. The Walford. You're telling me. So when you're telling me that J.K. Simmons and Whiplash brought in Callahan to sit in first pair for Whiplash and that he was sitting there going, what? That's what the Rams are doing with John Walford to Jared Goff. I love this.
2: The NFL Network said this week he'll have a chance to compete in camp. John Walford, if you're Jared Goff, you got to be sitting there like, are you fucking kidding me? And don't get me wrong. In the movie. Jared Goff has had plenty of his own problems. But, like, this is so out of character for Sean McVeigh and Les Sneed that I'm just like, this is where we are right
1: now. Where if Sean McVeigh shows up to camp in a tight black t shirt and a fedora, then we'll know that the whole theory is correct.
2: <laughs> and he's just throwing shit at him every time he throws. <laughs> yeah, he's a throw, he's
0: throwing he's just- pads. Yeah. <laughs> Connor, I think I'm going to win this bet. Uh, this is the <sighs> most I felt. Like the Eagles are like, we're gonna figure out a way to get Carson Wentz, and the Rams are like, nah, we're taking Walford. You do have I the commitment like- factor
2: on your side, which is very, very. Big. I mean, they fire a Super Bowl winning coach in favor of your bet, Lefko.
0: Wait, so apparently, though, the new quarterback coach of the Eagles has worked with Jalen Hurts since he was like two years old, though.
2: Yeah, I know.
0: It's there's a lot of I weird dynamics
2: that. here. I know. I love awesome. that. It's awesome.
0: Okay, are we ready to play? The is it the look back?
1: The look back. Okay. I just, hate,
0: yeah. This is a game completely devised by David Ingber. Uh, and also, we are having the one and the only Evan Matthews taking score. Uh, he is one of the writers, influencers on Gridiron Heights, which we all love so much. Uh, and we also have these, we also have some form of noisemaker. Why is that, Ingber?
1: Well, I'm going to explain the rules in a moment. Are we Are we ready to begin the game? Is my question.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: I have well, no idea what I'm getting into, which has me excited.
0: I'm really worried about my internet connection because I'm competitive, but I'm ready.
1: Well, welcome everybody to The Look Back, the game show where we look back to see how well you remember everything about the NFL in the year 2020. Let's start by meeting our two contestants. A former competitive bodybuilder who has spent as many hours in his life watching game film as he did getting his hair beautiful for today's performance, Connor Rogers. Connor, how are you? Thanks for joining us. Pretty good. Happy to be here. I'm just happy for the opportunity. And second, a Philadelphia native who just sold all of his shares in GameStop in order to buy a rectangular piece of cardboard with Brian Dawkins' name and face on it, Adam Lefko, Welcome to the show.
0: Woo! Thanks for the introduction, David. It's a dream come true. Can't wait to get go. Gentlemen,
1: you do not know the rules, so let's get to them right now. There will be three rounds, each with ten questions. In round one, correct answers will be worth two points. In round two, they will be worth three points. And in round three, they will be worth five points. So you're never out of this thing. The rules are simple. I will begin to ask a question. You can ring in at any time. But if you ring in, I will stop reading. And you then have to provide your answer. If you're correct, you get the points. If you're incorrect, I then will finish the question, and your competitor will get a chance to (laughs) steal the points. So you can take the risk in uh, ringing in midway through the question, but you might not hear everything this question has to offer. After each round of 10 questions, we will then do a lightning round where I will read a category and you will have 20 seconds in a total free for all to shout out as many correct answers as you can. You get 2 points per correct answer within 20 seconds. Would That's you like to try a lightning time? That's right. Would you like to try a lightning round right now just so we get a feel for it? Yeah, 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 yeah. 20 seconds. The category is candy bars. Hold on, my internet's
0: Go. breaking up. My internet's breaking up. I didn't hear it. Say it again.
1: Candy bars. Go.
0: Kit Kat, we both Twix,
1: Snickers,
0: Butterfinger, um, you ma call it? Kat, uh, candy bars, um, Mars, a Milky Way, um, uh, Rolo, um,
1: uh, and time. <laughs> okay. So we get a feel for it. That's what the <laughs> lightning round will feel like. I like I'll, the
0: chaos of it.
1: I do like the chaos of it. I, anytime I can inject chaos into a game show, I will do it. Are you ready to begin round one?
0: Well, yeah, wait. So we're hitting these to buzz
1: in? That's correct. So if you feel like you know the answer midway through the question, you can ring right in. Connor, let's hear your ring-in sound.
0: All right. Connor's.
1: Let's go. Let me hear yours. (laughs) All right. So they're they're slightly different, so I'll be able to differentiate here. And if, by the way, if for whatever reason I don't hear your ring-in right away, feel free to wave uh, your arm. Round one. Each question is worth two points each in the category of 2020 statistics. Oh, boy. Hmm. Question number one. On September 20th, who took the field for his 228th game, the most ever, by a running back? Let's
0: go. Frank Gore.
1: That is correct. Well done.
0: I have a strategy Question. here. I'm closing my eyes because Connor is distracting. <laughs> That's
1: a good idea. I gotta That's that what way. Terry Gross does when, uh, when interviewing. Really? Yeah. Total darkness. Ooh. Question number two. Nick Foles threw for 1,852 yards in nine games this season. But what quarterback threw an absolutely insane 1,856 yards in just five games this year?
0: Let's go. Jack Prescott.
1: That is correct for an yeah, addition. Good, good job, Lefko. I, I wasn't sure it.
0: if it was like you were picking a section of like Josh Allen. Okay, good.
1: The man only played five games this year and threw for 1,856 yards, uh, over 400 yards remember, a game. Do you remember
0: when we did the, the punning thing with John Hecker and I caught the practice punt and everyone's like, Lefko's about to kill this? And I got really overconfident and then I yep. dropped a bunch. That's, that's, that's happening what's happening, <laughs> right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs>
1: Question number three, Lefko's pulling out ahead. But like I said, the game is created where no one is really out of this thing. Only one tight end had a single game fantasy performance in the top 10 this year when he went Lefko.
0: Darren Waller.
1: That is correct.
0: Yeah. Wow. Lefko's on
1: fire. Let me finish the question. I wasn't even sure what the question was yet. Unbelievable. That's part of the risk of this game. Yeah, that was smart play. Doing. Here's the question. Only one tight end had a single game fantasy performance in the top ten this year when he went off for two hundred receiving yards and Connor I remember
0: yards. this game a lot. Against the Jets.
1: Against the Jets. Yep. That is correct. Absolutely. Fantastic. Six nothing by Lefko. Wow. And smoked. All right. Question number four. Three different quarterbacks completed at least sixty passes for the Jaguars this season. Gardner Minshew and what two other players? Lefko.
0: Oh, oh that I did was, not hit. That, that was yeah, sorry that, was sorry, that was
1: Connor. Okay, it would be Mike Lennon and Jake Luton. That is correct, and yes. Connor is on the board. Well played.
0: I was about. I was going to say Tom Lupin, but I know that it's because <laughs> I've been watching. I watched Lupin on Netflix about the which gentleman. Was
1: fantastic, by the way,
0: it was, but I needed more, which is probably signs that it's a good show.
1: You know why we liked it though? Because it's Cause a heist, money heist.
0: Yes, I love heist movies. Even though Rick and Morty made fun of it, I love heist movies. We're assembling a crew. Okay,
1: all right, everybody's on the board. Good we are job. Up-
0: Jake Lee. not shut out.
1: It's, that's I would good have job. not
0: gotten Glennon either. I know well, that I was a followed career. it
2: because I needed them to lose so the Jets would pick number right. one. Right,
1: <laughs> it was a sick season. Let me just put it that way. They almost beat the Vikings. All right, question number five. We all know that the NFC East was historically bad this year, racking up just 23 wins among the four teams. But what division had the most left out?
0: AFC North.
1: That is correct. With North. 38 wins, the wow. AFC had the most wins.
0: Three playoffs. Playoff.
1: All right. take predicted
0: left that before the seasoning, Burr.
1: You did predict that. That's right. Fucking go. <laughs> all right. Question number six of round one. In 2012 teams went for it 35% of the time. In 2019, 57% of the time. This year, teams went for it 66% of the time. What down and distance am I referring to? Wow. Connor. Uh, Fourth down and one. That is correct, fourth and one. Teams I win. thought it was
0: going to be fourth and goal.
1: That, I actually like the, that was I was just sitting there like going back and forth. With
0: that. Yeah, good answer. That
1: won 66% compared to 35% wow, in 2012. Isn't that an amazing stat? That's crazy. Wow.
0: It's, it's more crazy. I would love to know what percentage of the 33% goes to switch teams. Like I bet you it's very – I bet you there are certain teams that are very responsible for the 33% that didn't go for it.
1: Oh sure, yeah, some old school guy it's in the Mike Zimmer,
0: thing. like that's the first name. I was like, I bet you they didn't. <laughs> okay,
1: all right, no, number me. seven, nice, nice get, Connor, good pull. Yeah. In week one, which future oh, oh, hall? Hold of on, famer hold on, hold
0: on, hold on! I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Okay, we're back. Sorry, like Everybody just so like I, I'm gonna be very honest. What happens is, is like every few minutes you go. ah, eep. Oh, Oh, boy. And I'm like, (laughs) my heart sinks. Okay.
1: You know what, Lefko? That's just part of the game. (laughs) I'm just kidding.
0: (laughs) All
1: right. Question number seven. In week one, which future Hall of Famer missed three field goals and an extra point as his team? Lefko.
0: Steven Goskowski.
1: That is correct. Wow. Damn, I had it too. Is he
0: a future Hall of Famer? I know that's coming from a Patriots fan.
1: Absolutely. Multiple Super Bowls, clutch kick after clutch How kick. How many if
0: kickers he- are in the, the Hall of Fame?
1: Well, it's like if you're going to put Vinatieri and these guys in, then like for sure you got to put in. Like he, he did it year after year after year on championship after championship. Yeah. Yes. It's anyway, so yes, that is correct. All right. Question number eight. Which player became the first since Antonio Cromartie in 2007 to record double-digit interceptions in a season?
0: Ooh. We say, uh, you said cornerback?
1: Which player became the first since Antonio Cromartie <laughs> left go? I'm going
0: to go Minka Fitzpatrick.
1: That is incorrect.
0: Damn. Uh, yeah, it's,
1: it's not a, a household
2: name. I know that. Oh, um, Oh, man.
0: This is gonna drive me. Oh, I know the answer. Damn it!
1: You can hear the question again if you need, Connor.
0: No,
2: it's all right. I, I, I can't. I can't come up with the name. Is it, I, I think they might be on the Bills though. No, no, they're
1: all. Okay, He's on the Dolphins. See, oh, it's
2: Xavier like Howard. Then it is. Yeah. Yeah. Shit.
1: Ah, uh, so that one doesn't he go. He was to unreal. Anyone. Yeah, and ten interceptions. Antonio Cromartie, two thousand seven. I love that poll.
0: I think t- is that the year that he had the pick. Was it on Peyton? Oh, that was the original Odell catch. That that catch was insane.
1: All right. Question number nine. We're moving along. Aaron Rodgers finished the season with a passer rating of 121.5, which is second all time to what quarterback's 2011 season? That'd be Connor. Tom Brady. No. Peyton Manning. No, it was Aaron Rodgers. That's a great
2: question. That's a great question. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I would have done the same thing, Lefko. I was torn between Peyton and Brady.
0: Wow. What was he in 2011? In 2011,
1: he was like 122.4, and this year is 121.5. Oh, God.
0: By the way, if there was one NFL player that would be the Lupin d'Armois, it would be Aaron Rodgers. Oh, for sure. He would be like, I might not come back next year. And then suddenly, yeah.
1: Okay. All right. Our 10th and final question of round one before the lightning round, the Packers and Vikings combined to score 77 points in week one, the bills and dolphins combined to score 82 points in week 17, mm. but which two teams combined to have the height left?
0: What a Monday night game. It was Ravens Browns. That is correct. Absolute- he's so
2: good at knowing the question in advance.
0: I'm, I did I'm, send these to him
2: last night. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening to the structure. I'm telling you, Connor, you got to close your eyes. I know. I got to start
1: closing my eyes.
0: It's like kissing. Okay. It's just better with your eyes closed.
1: That was Browns versus Ravens. Final score of
0: oh, 40. I'm going to say it was 45 42. 47 42. Unbelievable final score.
1: So right, after with The crazy
0: touchdown at the end or the crazy safety at the end, it would have been 45 42. <laughs>
1: So after one round, Leftgo is ahead 12 to four. There is still plenty of time to catch up here, though, especially now we're heading in to the lightning round. As I explained oh, before, man, I'm, oh going, to, I'm <laughs> going to read a category and once I say go, you will then have 20 seconds to say as many as you can. We've got amazing scorekeepers behind the scenes here. Jake, if you could pay attention to what Leftgo says <laughs> and Evan, if you could pay attention to what Connor says, we're going to try to keep track during this free for all of how many correct answers you get. All right, are you ready for the category? And when I say go, you start naming.
0: Okay.
1: The category is teams with winning records in 2020.
0: Go Browns, Ravens, Steelers, Bills,
1: Bucks, um, Saints, uh, Saints ah, Seahawks,
0: um, Cardinals, um, mm, Chiefs, um, uh, Titans, Colts. Ooh, Colts. Uh.
1: Oh, I think that's Steelers, it. Ravens, Browns. All right, I have no idea how many correct answers people had, so I'm really hoping that it's ever- hard when you're overlapping each other.
0: Yeah, you're like, what division is he not yeah. in?
1: <laughs> that was just as fun as I was hoping it was going to be. So I'm now. Oh, we got nine from Connor. Nine. Well done, Connor. That is a total of 18 points for you. Needed them. Yeah, you needed those 18 points. And Lefko had seven, according to my scorekeepers. We might have to go back and listen, but that is plus 18 for Connor and plus... You're boosting to get me back in, Lefko. That's what I like it,
0: sounded it like. Yeah, but hey, yeah, it's good for games. It's, a cool it's good little for game
1: of here. All right. <laughs> so here we are in round two. Questions are now worth three points each. The category is, oh, right, that happened. Ooh. <laughs> Question number one. <laughs> Do we need to banter? Do I need to interview you? Like, hey, yeah, you, you know, I heard you. Yeah, radio. yeah,
0: please, please start with okay. Connor. Yeah, walk uh, by the, uh, the <laughs> podiums.
1: So Connor, I hear you have a, a large Hummel doll collection. Is that right? Uh, a Hummel doll collection. What is that? It was a thing that I learned about on uh, Better Call Saul. All right, we're moving <laughs> on to round two. Questions are worth three points each in the category of, oh, right, that happened. Question number one. After losing their entire quarterback room to COVID, what Wake Forest wide receiver and backup quarterback ended up starting a game for the Broncos?
2: I don't remember his name.
0: Yeah, I'm going to take a guess here. I'm going to go with Kendall Langford.
2: Ooh, that is so close. Connor, you have a chance to steal. It is Kendall. Uh, It
0: is not Langford. (laughs) I I thought I made the name of <laughs>
1: <laughs> It was there in the recesses of your brain somewhere, the word Kendall. Yeah,
0: it's there.
2: Kendall
1: Armstrong? No, we were looking for Kendall Roy from Succession. Yeah. I'm just kidding. It was Kendall Hinton.
2: Hinton. Kendall that's right. Hinton.
1: Well, Kendall Hinton.
2: I do remember that uh, Rob Calabrese had to almost start that game, who was a coach on their staff. Oh, I no. do remember that. He, he tried took, to track. He took oh, practice reps. That was that a thing. The yes, NFL yes, yes. shut that now down. He like is the, now he is the Jets quarterback coach.
1: Oh, <laughs> that's it. All right. So no one gets the points on that one. I really thought that one of you guys would have remembered that. All right. Question number two. A dirty hit led to a brawl in week 13 with three players getting ejected. But the next day, all anyone could talk about was a coach challenging the entire Bengal sideline to a fight. And fight. Whoa! I it
0: was oh. oh, sorry, dude.
1: I, I just... I sometimes I can't hear the gate on your microphone's too good. I just oh, don't really? Yeah.
0: I was like, damn. I, I, I swear, what I Evan, was there Evan and Jake, what did they say?
1: Evan, do we have a, a ruling on that? Did someone re- ring in first? Yeah, okay. 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 Thank you very much. Okay. It was Brian Flores. It was like the most memeable thing that yeah. week. It absolutely was Brian Flores. And you know what? I'm going to trust my man, Evan Matthews. This guy is a, is a trustworthy MF-er and uh, Lefko. We're just trying to keep the game close, actually. I believe
2: okay. <laughs> That's what I really think, <laughs> which I respect.
1: Question number three. Actually, you know what? If you could just give me like a very big physical gesture when you tap your cup, just so I, I see, because I, I can see Lefko's arm. I can't see yours. Yeah, probably. I'm going to start. There we go. Now yeah. we're talking. This is how we're doing it the rest of the way. Question number three. Several coaches and GMs were fired this year, but only one person had the distinguished honor of being fired from both of those positions. Who was it? Connor. Bill O'Brien. That is correct. Bill O'Brien was fired from coach and GM roles. Sorry, Lefko?
0: In trouble right now.
1: So you knew the stats, and Connor's all in with the oddities. I like it.
2: That's
0: what we're learning.
1: That is the balance when I come on the show for the most part. Question number four. Oh, right, that happened. Which two eventual playoff teams met in the regular season on a Tuesday night? Left. Go. <sighs> Bills. Chiefs. No, I'm sorry, that is incorrect, Connor. Your chance to steal. It's the Bills. I'm I can't to- give you any information.
2: No, okay. Let me go through this for a second.
0: You know that we you cannot go through anything. this? Are you looking at a computer? Yeah. No, I'm really not. I swear. You had a computer face. Like that uh, – what did your hands matter? He had a look
2: down. He had a look down. Yeah, he had like
0: a – okay, I believe – we believe okay. you. You have to ask the question. I'm not I wouldn't
2: I, mean,
1: would cheat in this game. Oh, I promise. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Going to need your answer here, Connor. Okay. Fair enough. I'll say Bill's – Titans? Bills Titans is correct.
0: way. Oh, wow. Yep.
2: I just went through the playoff teams in my head. That's why. Because I knew it was the Bills.
1: I remember that game specifically because I spent that whole three hours making an Ikea dresser for my daughter. <laughs> All right. Question number five What Cardinals defensive back was denied a pick six when DK. Let's go.
0: A very Zen-like bread (laughs) a Buddha baker.
1: That is correct. When DK Metcalf ran the length of the field to tackle him inside the 10-yard line.
0: Man, that was so, that was a moment.
1: One of the highlights of the year. All right, question number six in round two. Tom Brady caused a minor stir on social media when he refused to shake the hand of what starting quarterback? Was that Lefko?
2: Yeah, yeah, it was. Okay, Lefko.
1: Nick Foles. That is correct. He refused to shake his hand. A little bit of bad blood, perhaps, left over from the Super Bowl. Who knows?
0: I just think he's like Howie Mandel and doesn't like touching people. Well, he's shaking the hand of almost everyone hands, else so.
2: who have played against. Yeah, he only shakes your hand if he's beating you.
0: Yeah, I love that. The
2: eyes right,
1: closed is a good tip, Lefko. Yes! absorbing is- the question so much better.
0: So much more.
1: Think about <laughs> the particles. Question number seven. Instead of real fans, the Broncos had cardboard cutouts. South Park characters. South Park is correct. Well played. For the question for everybody else, the Broncos had cardboard cutouts from what TV show in their stands for a week? So what's funny
0: is, is I feel like this section is down Connor's alley because he's in like a lot of BR gridiron meetings where they're like, what do we do with this recent meme?
2: (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. I've I've known like the memeable moments of the questions. Real valuable stuff in this
1: brain. (laughs) All right. This one's going to test your knowledge, not just of the season, but of the entire 2020 year. Sorry, Lefko, you can hear me? I'm back. All right. Question number eight. Fill in the blank in what is possibly the most epic NFL headline of the year, courtesy of the New York Post. Blank likely to get off in Florida massage parlor case. Lefko.
0: Robert Kraft.
1: That is correct. One of the truly greatest wow. headlines.
2: I didn't know it was that direct, <laughs> that it was just his name.
0: Wow. I mean, that was, I was on vacation the week that story came out. That was not, that was not in 2020. That was 2019,
1: right? Well, the story, This that that New York Post yeah. headline was 2020.
0: Man, that was the most ridiculous. That was up there. Oh, right. That happened.
1: <laughs> That's right. All right. Lefko's making a hard charge comeback here in round two. Question number ten: Another fill in the blank. Who is Tom Pellicero referring to in oh. this tweet?
0: Okay, okay, okay. I so who is Tom Pelissero referring to in this tweet? Okay.
1: Yep. Who is Tom Pelissero referring to in this tweet? The NFL fined blank five thousand dollars for wearing red and green cleats in a crystal honor. Who's left? Go. Left. Go. Camara. It is Alvin Camara. Well done. <laughs> The rest of the tweet was going to give it away. $5,000 for wearing red and gle- green cleats in a Christmas win over the Vikings. Six touchdowns and a division title oh, later. Wow. I didn't
2: know you had that. I, I did know the answer, but I just, I didn't hit it in time. Who's left? Go.
1: Yeah. Some of these questions are hard. Some of them are just who gets it first. Yep. Well, that's kind of the way I, I try Alton to design is it. Is going
0: to be the first pick in fantasy next year?
1: PBR, definitely. Although,
0: I who the like
2: hell is playing quarterback for them?
0: Deshaun Watson.
1: I think it would probably be Kamara, then Dwayne Eskridge would probably go one, two. That's one-two. number two. Pretty safe number Most two. Most PPR leagues, yeah.
0: And then Ronald Falanzio. Kadarius
2: Tony. Levko loves that name.
0: Yeah, Ladarius Tony is a great name. Kadarius. Real guy. Ladarius <laughs> Tony.
2: Ladarius is a good way to fake the name.
1: All right. right. Speaking of great names, question number 10. The oh. The final God. question, round two. When the Owen 11 Jets were on the verge of accidentally winning their first game of the season, Derek Carr threw a memorable Hail Mary to hit
0: Oh Connor. shit. No, I oh. didn't hit.
1: That was left go, sorry.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say the name of Okay. Uh, I'm going to take a guess and say Greg Williams is the answer.
1: That is not the answer. Okay. I'm now going to continue the question and Connor gets to answer it. When the 0 and 11 Jets were on the verge of accidentally winning their first game of the season, Derek Carr threw a memorable Hail Mary to Henry Ruggs. Who was in coverage on Ruggs on the fateful play? Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is the correct answer.
0: Yeah, I would have never gotten that.
2: I, I almost, I almost like rang to say Henry Ruggs. That's what I did. I, I to say.
1: See, I knew by this point in the game you'd be thinking that way. So I'm, I'm sort of like putting some chum in the water for you guys. <laughs> chum in the water. <laughs> All right, Evan, do we have a score update before we do the lightning round or should we go right into the lightning round here? <laughs> By the way, if you uh if you haven't seen this week's Gridiron Heights, it's a really hilarious take on the Deshaun Watson scenario. And it features the voiceover performance debut of one Lucy Ingber, my oh. three. <laughs> She played, she played the role of James Wiseman in the NBA crossover edition we've all been waiting for. <laughs>
0: Tremendous. I love James Wiseman. All right.
1: Oh, wow. I I we done. were tied. Okay. I don't right. know how
0: I feel right now. All right. Lightning round.
1: Okay. Once again, I'm going to need uh, – Jake, to pay attention to what Lefgo says, and Connor to pay attention. Uh, sorry, on, Evan, Jake. to pay attention to
0: Come on, Jake. We're
1: going to have 20 seconds. When I say go, you begin shouting your answers. Are you ready? Yes. Is your internet working? I
0: okay. think so.
1: Lightning round two. The category is... Players who scored at least 10 touchdowns this year
0: Alvin Go. Kamara, uh, Patrick Mahomes, Devontae Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, Devontae, Devontae Adams, DK Metcalf, Tyreek Hill, uh, Travis Kelsey, uh, Dalvin Cook, um, uh, uh, Mike Evans, James Robinson, Chris Godwin, um, um, Miles Sanders.
1: That time. Wow, that was intense to listen to. It and should, trying to listen it shouldn't be to that hard. I just made a blank. No idea.
0: I don't know who scored ten touchdowns. I just started naming really good players. I'm now
1: yeah. going to read. I'm now going to read the list of names to you. Alvin Kamara, because there's there's some names that snuck on there where you said, "Whoa." Devontae Adams, Derrick Henry, Tyreek Hill, oh, Derek Delvin, Henry. <laughs> yep, <laughs> Derrick Henry had a good season, by the way. Jeez, he yeah, two thousand yards. Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen, Cam Newton. Whoa. Mike Evans, Nick Chubb, Josh Jacobs, AJ Brown, Jonathan Taylor, way to go, Travis Kelsey, Robert the Funyan Tunyon, Aaron Jones, Kareem Hunt, Kyler Murray, Chase Claypool, Antonio Gibson, Melvin Gordon, Tyler Lockett, Kenyon Drake, Jeff Wilson, wow. David Montgomery, DK Metcalf, and DeAndre Swift. Wow. All
0: right. So I have the number honest, that I think I got right. And I think I got them first.
1: All right, Lefko, what, what number do you believe you had? And we might have to go back and check the tape. Well, Jake,
0: Jake, I think I got seven, but I think I got them at all first. I think I got Tyreek and Kelsey first. I think I got Devontae Adams first. I think I got Dalvin Cook and Kamara. I think I got Mike Evans and then the other one. Um,
1: all right. So
0: I think I had seven.
1: Either way, we're moving into round three, where it's still very much Wait, anyone's Wait, that
0: means game. that I've retaken the lead. That was Absolutely. a big story moment.
1: That was a huge story moment, but I just didn't want to do the math, and I had a really exciting transition in my head. Okay. It's anyone's game. In round three, questions are worth five points Whoa. each in the category of who said it. Some of these are tweets. Some of these are quotes from interviews. But either way, your job is to identify who said the quote. Are you ready? Yep. Yes. Question number one, I'm thankful for the Arizona Cardinals believing me enough to trade me for a second rounder prayer emoji. Connor. Uh,
2: Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins. That is correct. DeAndre Hopkins.
0: Ah. I'm like, Josh Rosen? I
2: literally (laughs) thought that until the prayer emoji. I'm like, Rosen doesn't tweet. (laughs) Not like that.
1: It's uh, one of of the great uh, burn tweets of the year, I would say. All right, Connor, strong out of the gate with five points. Needed it. Question number two Who said it? Who tweeted it? What's the point of having soldiers when you never use them? Adam Lefko.
0: Marquise Hollywood Brown.
1: That is correct for five Such points. That's a good one.
0: Just the way what he spelled soldiers. S O
1: U L J A S. Yep. That's correct. We do not give bonus points for knowing the spelling of certain words, though, Connor. I'm sorry. Be cool if you did. <laughs> All right, question number three. And for this one, we're going to need a first and last name. All right? Who tweeted it? If this announcer doesn't stop calling my son Pat, ugh, I may scream, LOL, help. What is her name? (laughs) Any final guesses?
0: I'm gonna guess Melinda Mahomes. That is incorrect.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I liked it though. It was a good stank. It was a good stab. Mm. I don't. I don't got it. Just we were what? looking for Randy Mahomes. Yeah, Randy.
0: <laughs> uh,
2: sorry, Randy.
1: <laughs> Just Randy with you, an I. Randy with an I. Oh, I thought okay. one of you football nerds might have had that in the deep recesses of your brain folds. All right. We've got six more questions here to go in round three. Sorry, seven more questions. Who said it? I basically got fired yesterday and my day consisted of Zoom meetings. Lefko.
0: I better get this one because I'm the voice of him on Gridiron Heights, Ryan Fitzpatrick.
1: That is correct. The rest of the quote... I basically got fired yesterday and my day consisted of Zoom meetings with the guy who fired me and sitting in a room with the guy who replaced me for four hours. One of the bummerest moments of 2020 for sure. Oh, he's the best. He is the best. All right. Question number five. Congratulations on your retirement and a great career, Eli. Not going to lie, though. I wish you hadn't won any Super Bowls. Left go. TB12, Tom Brady. That is Tom Brady who said that. It was a simple one, but a fun one.
2: Yeah, I was waiting. I'm not going to lie. I was waiting for the twist.
1: Sometimes there is no twist. That yeah. is the twist.
0: What I is know. the name I of got, his wife? First and last.
2: Yeah, I was like, oh, no.
1: That's very Rick and Morty heist episode is actually that there was no twist and you thought there was a twist coming. All right. Question number six. Considering retirement after I was informed the football will be slipping out of my tiny hands. Please keep me in your thoughts.
0: So can you re-say it? considering
1: retirement after I was informed the football will be slipping out of my tiny hands. Please keep me in your thoughts as an extra hint. This was tweeted before this player ever played a single NFL down Connor Joe Burrow. That is correct. Joe Burrow with a tiny
0: hands. Such a good tweet. Great tweet. I was going to actually go with his teammate. I think it's his teammate, Brandon Allen, just because he's known mm. for having insanely tiny hands. Yeah.
1: Tiny hands. All right, Connor's still making it a game in here. So, so, so several more questions to go. Here we go.
0: Oh, girl.
1: Who said this about his Super Bowl ring? You wear it for special occasions or if you want a free cheeseburger. Connor? Andy Reid. That is correct, oh, Andy Reid. man.
0: Connor's on a tear.
1: Five points for Connor. Good pull. Did you know that quote or did you just uh, use it through context?
2: No, no, I, I knew that quote. <laughs> yeah. It's a great it's, one. It's a very gridiron meeting memeable. <laughs> it's being, like it's that's what we do. <laughs> I would have just
1: see left go. You gotta uh, you gotta go to the meetings. I gotta go to the meetings. All right, question number eight in this round worth five points, of course. For the betterment of myself and my teammates, I'm going to stop dancing on logos. Who did we get first on that one, Evan? I'm going to defer to you. All right, left go. What do you have? A uh, juju. That is correct, Juju Smith Schuster.
0: It's pronounced Juju Smith Schuster. No, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> Juju, the TikToksman of uh, of 2020. This,
0: this, I, I hope this doesn't come off as ignorant, but is is I don't know why I haven't looked at it up before. Is Juju his real name?
1: I've actually never looked it up. Either. I don't think so. maybe.
0: Is that weird? I just feel like I've. It's so much fun to say that I've just assumed.
2: That's what I mean. Yeah, it's not not his birthday. What name. is his
0: given name? All right. You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> I'm Sherman Smith Schuster. You're telling me that his his given name sounds like an American colonial? John Sherman Schmidt-Schuster? Like a poet. Try saying that five times fast.
1: General John Sherman Smith Schuster led the whole yeah. 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 here's a um, picture okay.
0: of him on a boat leaning forward. John Sherman Smith Schuster.
1: So uh, yeah, it, we now have six minutes before production has to jump off. So we got to get okay, these, these rest of these questions in. <laughs> All right, question number nine: Which Saints player said this in reference to there being no fans in the Super Bowl, the Superdome? It felt like we were at a Tampa Bay game. Left go.
0: I'm going to go with my guy Cam Jordan.
1: That's correct. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's such
0: a Cam just, Jordan. Quote. He would just do that. Yeah.
1: The quote machine, Cam Jordan. You know, Drew Brees wouldn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing. All right. Last question worth five points before our final lightning round where Connor might have to make up some ground. Question number 10. I sometimes laugh when people talk about down years for me because a lot of times... Lefko.
0: A-Rod. Aaron Aaron Rodgers.
1: Great quote. I sometimes laugh when people talk about down years for me because a lot of times down years for me are career years for most quarterbacks.
0: You know nice. what? Shout out to Pat McAfee for really opening up A. Rod this year and giving mm-hmm. us different moments because he, he finally looked like he was comfortable somewhere. Yeah, it was great. And he finally got to be a little bit weird and not not weird, but more like you know crass and and let people know. I appreciated that.
1: All right. We're waiting for a little score tabulation here uh, right before we get to lightning round three. But before we do, I just want to get to know one of our players. Lefko, you come from the great state of Indiana. What was that like growing up there?
0: A lot of corn uh, (laughs) and a lot of just holes. It was crazy in Indiana. You'd walk around and you'd be like, hold my left, hold my right. Got to be careful. Lost a sister that way. R.I.P. These are the things
1: you don't learn when you grow up in New England. Just the the sheer number of holes in the state of Indiana.
0: Crazy grass, concrete didn't matter. Holes.
1: Evan, do we have a a score heading into Lightning Round Three? I'm going to take his silence to mean he is he is tabulating away. There's smoke coming out of the back of his pencil. <laughs> 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 Leave the jokes to us, Evan.
2: Whoa. Whoa! Tough last round.
1: <laughs> well, I don't know if it's mathematically possible for Connor to catch up, what but are these worth one up? point. These are worth twenty-seven points each. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Rules now. Uh, lightning round three. You're going to have twenty seconds. Once I name the category, are you ready? Yep. Yes. Let's do it. The category is active quarterbacks in 2020 who started in at least one Super Bowl.
0: Wow, Go. Drew Brees, Tom Brady, um, Patrick Mahomes, uh, Ben I'm Roethlisberger,
1: no, uh, Nick Foles,
2: Jared Goff,
0: Jimmy Goff- Garoppolo. Garoppolo.
1: I believe I'm you got all. Twenty seconds. Yeah, I let me just make sure that you got all of them because I don't know if anyone said Cam Newton. No, no, no one said Cam. Uh, and did anyone say Joe Flacco? Nope. No. That would have been the one I would have forgotten. But uh, but yeah, regardless of how the scores come through, I just want to say it was a pleasure having both of well, you was... in the inaugural episode of The Look Back. Hopefully that we'll do fun. more of these. That was so awesome. And uh, Connor, I wish you best of luck heading into the draft. And Lefko, now that you're the champion, any words?
0: Yeah, I think... Uh... Really watching a lot of football on Sundays and then talking about it with you prepared me for this moment. So I want to say thank you to you and thank you to Samsung for making a television to watch uh, stuff on. <laughs> um, thank you to Evan Matthews and Jake behind the scenes, getting it done and, and doing the grading. Ingber, thank you so much for putting this whole thing together. It was uh, and and Connor, man, thank you for keep kicking ass, and doing your thing. Uh, your Patreon one more time. Badlands. Check it out. Uh, and I think we're going to be having Connor on a lot uh, coming up in the next few weeks, getting ready for the draft, which will be great. For da- for David Ingber.
1: Learn new things whenever you can. There's nothing trivial about it.
0: Mm. For Connor Rogers. Thanks for having
2: me on. And I can't wait for our show that's coming up. That was teased a little bit in here, but we'll have a formal announcement soon.
0: And don't forget to submit uh, possible titles for the show. I am yeah. the L E F K O E man. And the only other thing I'm going to promote, next Tuesday, February 2nd, 7 o'clock, back on TNT. Shaq, yeah. getting it in, super excited. I'm about to go zero dark 30. LeBron, Celtics game, Knows Instagram DMs. It's about to be crazy. So the only place I'm going to be able to release... This is the thirty-three percent on the left go show. So please tune in. NBA on TNT. I love it. Love you guys. Halla halla hala. Peace.